You're listening to a Powetcast, an audio netcast from Powet TV. P O W E T dot TV. Chell it. Welcome back. This week we are talking to Alice Ecker about her role as Trillian in the Not Them Productions version of Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, her feelings in general about the role of women in the story, and the upcoming Towel Day instituted by fans now on Douglas Adams. Alice had come back to the studio, such as it is, to finish recording her lines and fit the sixth, and I caught her before she could make her escape and get back to her D20s. This interview was actually recorded during the production of episode six, featuring Fit the Fifth, so please excuse the time dilation. So we are on location here at Keith's studio apartment with Alice, who played Trillian. Say hi, Alice. Hi. Uh, in the background is Colin feverishly editing Fit the Sixth. And Keith is, well, here because he lives here. We are recording. <laughs> Alice is principally responsible for playing Trillian, and unlike some of us, didn't have to share her role with anyone. And I'm talking to her today because she just finished recording her missing lines for Fit the Sixth. Uh, so how'd you get involved in the first place anyway? Uh, I think by virtue of being, uh, Tom's girlfriend, uh, and being able to read and having a sense of humor. Those were the only real qualifications I had going into this. And what was it like being virtually the only girl? Ah, um, how many of us had girlfriends at the time? Raise your hand. (laughs) Oh dear. (laughs) Well, I guess that explains that. (laughs) <laughs> oh i had a blast though i mean it was really fun everybody seemed to be having a good time you know actually so this is this is a little strange too because i know despite that um i played one of the heads for your love interest we never actually spent time recording together except for maybe once yeah i think about one session i think that was really the only time i ever met you um i wasn't there a whole lot so <laughs> it was a little weird little isolated well i think the chemistry comes off great yeah yeah totally so what is it like you know dating a two-headed man um complicated i'd say it's a fringe benefit (laughs) (laughs) what was your background or familiarity with the subject because um in caleb's case for instance when we interviewed him he didn't really know any of this stuff and you know just by virtue of being our uh, our friend at the time um he kind of fell into it my familiarity with hitchhiker's guide in general the whole phenomenon yeah Actually, when I was about 10, uh, my parents, who um, you know, did a very good job of grounding me with uh, thorough education and things like Monty Python, um, Excellent. Uh, foisted the books upon me when I was about 10, and um, I read them. When I got to high school, I finally met other people that liked them and read them, and we could make uh, Hitchhiker's Guide jokes, and people got them, and it was great. So when I was offered the opportunity to play Trillian, um, I was thrilled, actually, because it was something I'd known and loved for a long time. My high school graduation actually fell upon the first uh, towel day. So, ah, uh, day. yeah, um, Craig, who played um, Arthur, and Michael, who uh, had a small few roles, um, we all attended my high school graduation wearing towels, for which I was mocked by uh, other graduates, but it was so worth it. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> when when is Towel Day for those who are curious? Uh Towel Day is May twenty fifth. All right, so there's there's still time, fearless podcast listeners. Get your towels ready. So you didn't just play a trillion, which is really practically one of the one of the only female roles in this story. You also uh performed as the very surprised looking sperm whale that appeared above Magrathea. Yes, I was the whale. Tom's validation for uh suggesting me to be the whale was because uh, I had the capacity to sound very innocent 
and the whale needed to be very innocent and light and airy, and that was that was me apparently. Well, that was so light and airy. Why did it hit the? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was so wrong. <laughs> now that you mention it, the only two women involved in this production both played animals. Yeah, which are derogative terms for women. I don't. I don't know what that says about you guys, really. Um... I don't know what it says about the writers. <laughs> whale and a cow. Yeah, and and we fully consented with it, so I don't know what that says about us either. <laughs> Very good point. You did get to perform another role, which was, in the movie at any rate, performed by a couple of young girls, uh, that being the programmer number one of Deep Thought. Right, right. Do you remember uh, anything about that? Because I sure don't. No, uh, I actually um, completely uh, blocked that memory out. I had no idea what I was the programmer until uh, Colin was just running through the files earlier. Um, no recollection of that whatsoever. <laughs> I, I, would, I would guess so. So there's at least some redeeming quality in that. Right, right. I don't, I don't know if you're, uh, if you're aware in the original um, secondary phase for the BBC radio show, uh, Trillian's essentially written out of the story entirely, and they get some other floozies in there in the form of Lintilla, uh, who is again in um, a role model for women everywhere is a is a one of millions <laughs> of sex clones. <laughs> <laughs> how very doctor who of them funny you should mention that <laughs> we've been talking about the possibility of moving forward with uh at least not one episode of the secondary phase where zephon has to move on without his trillion how does that make you feel <laughs> i'm in pain uh i feel hurt abandoned used <laughs> <laughs> For- for those who are worried, Trillian, Trillian, you know, in the books does stick around, but she uh, she becomes a career woman and um, ends up ends up uh, mothering a child from a sperm bank, and isn't isn't a very good mother, as far as I can tell. I'm I'm seeing that pattern here with the women in this story, um, and I I don't know if how familiar you are with the later books at all. Uh, you know, I think oh, I... Fun Church. No, let it, let her go. <laughs> uh, I I I think I read the first three, and my interest sort of trailed off after that. So I've been blissfully ignorant of this phenomenon in the later books, apparently. Oh dear. <laughs> oh no. After Douglas Adams died, they ended up uh, ended up adapting the last three books into the, into the radio show. So they they address a lot of these things, including as Keith just reminded us, Fenchurch, which is probably the best female role in this in this entire series you you just recorded today what was it like it was hard to uh to sit down and do it without um much context um i mean clearly i haven't i haven't really been associated with the project for a long time many many years so um well, none of us have really yeah yeah so kind of kind of getting back into um you know thinking about the character was uh, a little surprising it's it's kind of weird the confluence of events that allowed us to finish this thing off because just around the time I was getting interested in in, in doing this podcast, um, that's when Colin ran into you at a Christmas party, and um, and so and so we were back in contact with you, the one person we needed from outside of this immediate group to just to finish this thing off. So I'm wondering, um, those familiar with mostly harmless, if there wasn't some kind of uh, reverse temporal engineering involved in our entire situation. Uh, I don't have have you have you talked to any uh ambulatory English speaking interdimensional birds lately? Uh just the ones that deliver my pizza. 
Yeah. Okay. That's all I got unless you got something. I uh, got nothing. Got nothing. All right. Well, uh, thanks, Alice. Thanks for <laughs> <laughs> thanks thanks for coming back and putting up with us again after most of a decade. My pleasure. That's all the time we have for this week. This netcast produced for Power TV by Sean Orange. Bandwidth and production assistance provided by That'sOrange.com. To hear Alice's new performance, go back to episode 7, featuring Fifth the Sixth, which contains Trillian's final scenes and eventual abrupt exit. Next week, we have a little something from the Not Them Productions vault. Something we talked about way back in the first episode. Something you've heard before. Sort of. As always, check out Power TV for show notes, including some details about Towel Day coming up this Sunday. Do you know where your towel is? Stick around at Power TV for videos on all your video game, toy, comic book, and other geek needs. Alice doesn't appear again in the next week's episode. She's not shy telling us how she feels about it. I'm in pain. Uh, I feel hurt. Abandoned, used. Until next time.